everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of I Am Talking to Someone Cool and Interesting. This is your interviewer, Stella Schneider. The date is July 12, 1882. Before we get into today's topic, here is an ad from the sponsor of today's podcast. Are you an entertainer? Do you enjoy having members from your village over to your hut? Are you ever at a crossroads when trying to decide what to serve when having a gathering? Well, the gods have answered your prayers. Here we have an exclusive deal on the best palm wine in all of Umafuia. You get 20% off when you purchase three barrels. Can't beat that deal, can ya? Head on over to the outskirts of the evil forest where you can access this irresistible deal. Head over soon. This deal is only here for a limited time. Drink responsibly. Sincerely, the Evil Forest Vineyard. Is everyone ready to meet the star of the hour, the man, the myth, the legend? Please welcome Aquanquo. Greetings. It's good to be here. I've been looking forward to discussing a topic that has affected me so deeply. Aquanquo's journey is depicted in the novel Things Fall Apart. Aquanquo faced strife from birth to death. His upbringing was that of a poor family with a lazy father. He grew to become the opposite of his father, as he quickly discovered how to gain respect from his village and rise to the top. However, when put at a moral crossroads, he often chose the wrong path. His negative, his negative qualities shone through. Because of this, all he worked to achieve was diminished, at a time of struggle for not only himself, but his village, when everyone's identity was put to question with the arrival of foreigners. Aconquo was well known throughout the nine villages and even beyond. His fame rested on solid personal achievements. As a young man of 18, he had brought honor to his village by throwing Emmeline's the cat. Emmeline's was the great wrestler who for seven years was unbeaten from Umafuya to Mabiano. This description is vital to today's podcast as we will be conquering such a common issue. Today, we are going to talk about the identity crisis and how it affects people all across the world. It is known that you are someone who has struggled with your identity since you were young. Isn't that right? Yes, this topic is something I connect with on a very deep and personal level, and I'm grateful I get this opportunity to speak on it. I've been affected by this identity crisis from the day I was born till the day I died. Identity is not something a lot of people are able to talk about. Since not a lot of people even know what their identity is or what they can identify with, this is a perfect chance for us to discuss it. I feel blessed I've gotten this chance to talk with you. Can you further explain the way you were defined when you were young influenced the way you saw yourself for the remainder of your life? A lot of my decisions later in my life essentially stemmed from how my family was viewed when I was growing up. I desired a change from my upbringing. That change entailed respect, and I learned how to gain that. It was partly due to how people viewed and defined me as a person due to my actions. Was your fear that you would be viewed and treated in the same way as your father? Yes. Throughout my life, subconsciously, a majority of my decisions were to prevent people from believing that I wasn't a respectable person as my father was. 
Thankfully, I gained social standing promptly after creating an opportunity for myself. I reached out to a friend and was able to retrieve seats for yams, the best way to earn respect and income in our village. He was feeling generous, which I will forever appreciate, and I was able to begin the rest of my life. When you say the rest of your life, are you referring to your identity in the way you were viewed by others or in the business world? Not necessarily in the business world, but rather in the way that I began to view myself and make others view me. Rather than being seen as inferior and less than others around me, I began to make a place for myself in the society of our village. In essence, I created an identity for myself. So, are you suggesting that this newfound identity you created for yourself is a respectful one? Like, was this new identity something that you yourself could also respect? Looking back, no. My identity was formed from the lack of respect that my father received, therefore causing me to avoid the life he lived at all costs. I acted with actions of disrespect to others, towards others, in order to gain their respect out of fear. However, this did not end up benefiting me in the end. I like that you were able to notice the mistakes that you have made in the past. Do you think that the way you were able to overcome these issues and mistakes, or did they shape you into the way you lived the rest of your life? Well, I don't think I was able to overcome these issues and mistakes. In turn, they shaped me into the way I lived the rest of my life. Unfortunately, they did not shape me positively, and eventually they led to my demise. So you've spoken a lot about how the beginning of your life affected your actions. Do you believe that people can learn from this way of life and your experiences to benefit in their own lives? Well, I do not know how many people will be affected by the occurrences of my life. With that being said, I do believe that my story is a reflection of many other people in society. My hope is that future generations are able to take what they saw in my own life and learn to take a positive route rather than what I chose to do. Can you elaborate on that? Indeed, I can. I'm hoping that with the identity crisis facing society today, people learn that one's identity should not be based off of outward opinions. Throughout my life, I was so wrapped up in what people thought of me and whether or not they respected me that the identity I created for myself wasn't me at all. It was a collection of what I wasn't and hopes of what I wanted to be from the eyes of others. Essentially, I lost my identity through trying to find one. That is an interesting perspective, Akonkwo. In essence, people need to create an identity that is true to who they are, not what other people expect of them. People need to find themselves before they can display their identity to society and others around them. Or if they don't, a similar situation to yours is what will take place. That is incredibly insightful, and I am grateful for the opportunity to get your opinion on this matter. Clearly, the occurrences in Aquanquo's life can be taken as a learning moment for those of us in the future. We must learn that who we are does not have to be defined by others or mistakes from the past. Finding out who we are is an extensive journey, but, but the destination is only reached by learning from one's experiences. Thank you for your time, Aquanquo. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. I haven't spoken with a human since the day of my death, so this was nice. Make sure to tune in next week for another episode of I'm talking to someone cool and interesting. This was your host, Stella Schneider.